Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. So if you're an agency billing by the hour and are considered by your clients as the rough and tackle agency, this episode is for you. Right now, how it works in the agency space, if you're currently billing by the hour, you charge more to your clients when you speak with them. And what ends up resulting in is your clients are avoiding speaking with you because they know that they're going to get billed for it. And this is a dynamic that is created in so many agencies where you have your clients avoiding wanting to interact with you, which is so incredibly important for you to be able to build your relationship with that, that client and to be able to build a relationship that is more like a partnership than is like a transaction. And when you are currently billing by the hour and you're in that scenario where you are billing your client that way and you're developing your relationship that way, you're not going to build a relationship that is a partnership. You're not going to build a relationship where they're reaching out to you and they're trusting you. You're not going to build a relationship where they are reaching out to you to help them with strategy, to understand exactly what their goals are, to be having conversations and building that, that camaraderie that tribe that is so incredibly important that all agencies really are looking for is to be appear to to work with their clients as a true partner. And the mental experience that the client has in this instance, right, is that they don't feel like they have someone in their corner. And when you feel like you don't have someone in their cor- in your corner, you're looking for someone to be able to build that relationship with. And what it ends up resulting in is them looking elsewhere because they need help. They cannot accomplish the goals without you. Because really, you're the expert and you're the one that's able to help them accomplish their goals and help them get to where they want their business to be. So if you do not look at your client's relationships in a way that allows for you to build that partnership and allows for you to have your clients reaching out to you to build that relationship and reaching out to you to talk about their goals, to talk about their strategy, to talk about what they're looking to accomplish, then you're never going to have that true partnership. It becomes so much harder to grow your agency. And you need to look at your agency very differently. What you want, like I mentioned, is that you want to have a partnership with your client. You want to work with them to help them grow, to help them develop their strategy, generate more projects for your agency. Obviously, my mindset and your mindset should be is that you should offer every service that you currently offer to your clients that's going to help them achieve their goals. And it's not self-serving. It's to help them accomplish their goals. I mean, obviously, you're generating revenue for it and you're growing your own agency but it's also it's not self-serving it's helping them get where they need to be assuming that you are helping them generate the ROI that they're looking to generate and you're looking to incentivize them in a way that provides them with that ability to reach out to you you're looking to incentivize them to reach out to you you're looking to incentivize them to want to interact with you so that you become that partner you become that trusted confidant that you want to have with that client. So if you've read my book or listened to any of my content or listened to this podcast, I'm sure that you've heard me talk about the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. No, it's a bit of cliche, um, but it has been rewritten over many, many years and does provide a lot of value. And it reminded me, there's a, a story in it that reminded me of the situation that we're talking about today. And it's about a preschool kid that is going to be going into kindergarten. And this child is extremely upset about the fact that he's going to be going to this new school for a first time and is crying, throwing tantrums, and is extremely upset about it. And if you're a parent, you know how difficult 
it can be dealing with your kid in this type of situation. And in the book, it talks about how the typical scenario that this dad would have done is send the kid to his room and punish him for it and tell him that he needs to, he's going to be going to school, that it's not an option, and that he needs to go to bed and stop throwing the tantrum. This is a, a, a very typical response that you will have when you have your kid throwing a tantrum. But in this scenario, the parent knew that this wasn't going to generate the result that they wanted, that it needed to be creating an incentive or creating alignment between what the parent's looking for and what the kid's looking for. So the parent spent a moment trying to think about how it would have felt to be in his kid's shoes and thought about how he could allow for this kid and his son to be a bit more um, excited about going to kindergarten the following day. So what they ended up doing is they ended up taking his wife and his brother, older brother, and put and talked about a couple things that they would be doing in kindergarten. And the thing that they came up with was finger painting. So they're in their kitchen and they're having lots of fun. They're talking loudly, trying to um, bring their son uh, to hear that they're doing finger painting in the kitchen. They're very loud. They're singing songs. They're playing along. They're really enjoying themselves while doing some finger painting in the kitchen table. The uh, kid ends up hearing them having a joyous time and comes down and you know, naturally wants to partake with his family's having fun. It's something that he may not have even never done before and uh, was excited and asked to join. And the parent's response was, no, you have to be a kindergarten student. You have to go to kindergarten to learn how to finger paint. And then you can join us. The response that this kid had, as you can imagine, was, I mean, upset or wanting to become part of the group and wanting to engage with his family and have fun with him. So the following morning, um, the kid that was upset and didn't want to go to kindergarten was now awake early, got ready, had his backpack on, all ready to go, shoes before his parents even woke up. Going from a place where he was afraid, not wanting to go to school, to a place where he was really excited to get there um, and get to kindergarten to learn how to finger paint is a very different reaction than he would have had had he created the scenario where he was sent to his room. And you probably at this point are saying, this is an interesting story, Robert, but why did you just tell me that? And the reason why I wanted to make and have you understand that story is looking at situations and how you create the actions from your team. And in this episode, as we're talking about with your clients, how do you get them to engage the way that you want to? How do you get them to want to trust you, to reach out to you, to respect your time? Utilize it appropriately and have you help them with strategy, talk to you about their goals, to really build a true relationship with your client. You're probably saying to yourself that this is what you want, right? But how do I create that situation? What do I do to create that scenario? I know for me, I'm able to create this relationship pretty easily with my clients. And I was thinking about and have been thinking about how the difference between myself and, and looking at agencies and how I'm able to build this true trust relationship. My clients reach out to me as they need. They trust me. I am able to help them with strategy. I go through and, and they utilize me to go through many different aspects of their business from sales to finance to operational to team management, to all of these different aspects to allow an agency to run and create strategy behind being able to make these different aspects of the wheels of your agency improve. 
But what I can also say is that they are respectful of my time, which is also incredibly important. And the ones that don't, when they start, they're definitely taught to. And we have a true relationship. They know that I'm here for them. I really, in the end, become their confidant. I become their mentor. In a, in a lot of cases, I become their friend. And how the, the question really, though, is how did I do that? And I would say that I do that by being there for them, by being human with them. My relationship is non-transactional. I truly care about them. I don't charge them by the hour. And I've committed myself to them. And they know that I've committed myself to them. I mean, obviously, I have to set boundaries, and so do you. And I set them with them to begin with. They know I'm available as, as needed and that I'm there for them as they need me. And they also know that how I've actually explained it from the very beginning in the sales process that I have and the onboarding process that I have, how exactly we'll interface, how exactly they should reach out to me, what is the best way to communicate, and how frequently they should expect to have communication with me. And they know that I don't have unscheduled meetings, that I'm a very diligent type of mindset, total A-brain type of person, and I don't take unscheduled calls. They also know that if they're three minutes late to a meeting, that I reschedule, and that's to establish a boundary around respect of my own time. And I respect theirs, they should respect mine, and it's, it's non-transactional, it's human to human, it's, that's how you set an expectation, you set a boundary with your client. And they're important ones in a lot of cases that you need to make sure that you set the right ones. And I can say specifically on clients showing a blade, it happens once or twice, and it's fixed from that point forward. They know exactly what happens. I, I let them know how it is. And they respect me as their partner because of it. It becomes a mutual respect that we have for each other. I help them with their agencies. I become, like I mentioned, their mentor, their confidant, and like I said, their friend. I'm, I mean, in certain instances... They have even spoken with me about marital problems that they're having or issues that they're having with their kids and asking how, how I would handle it in my opinion of it, you know, and I get that close of a relationship with my client. What I see very frequently is that it's the exact opposite that agencies have built with their clients. Very transactional. Only when they're asking for something, only when they have a deliverable to send is the only time they communicate with them. So how is that the relationship that you're looking to build. You've set the tone for how you work with your clients. You've created the relationship. You set the boundary. You've, you've put a wall between yourself and your client by charging by the hour, by not being an active person in their life, not by not being that confidant. So how do you make that change in your agency? What do you do uh, to make that change? First step is please stop billing by the hour. And yes, I'm actually begging you, don't bill by the hour. And just side note that when I say don't bill by the hour, I'm not saying you shouldn't track time. You absolutely, absolutely should track time. I've been seeing lots of people talking about getting rid of time tracking. I'm sorry, but that's not how you should run your agency. Definitely stop billing by the hour, but it's useful information either way. And you should start looking to build relationships with your clients the same way that I have and the relationship that you want to have. How do you want that relationship to be? How do you want them to reach out to you? How do you want to reach out to them? Is it via phone call? Is it via Zoom? Do they schedule time? Do you have a set scheduled time every week? Do you have a set scheduled time every month? Define how you want to interact with them, what you're going to do. I mean, obviously, like I said before, you give them boundaries. And you make sure that you reach out proactively. 
when you have something that a client's actively working on and they accomplish something great, you acknowledge it when they do, you reach out to see how things are coming along and see how they're doing and just connect with them on a human level. I think that that is so missed so much in business is that we're all human. That is who's running your client's businesses. That is who your client is. That's who you are. And you first need to be thinking and pivoting from a place of, you know, just being human. That's it. It's so simple. It's so easy. And it has such a huge effect. I mean, there was, so it's an interesting story that I, I read uh, a while ago. It was a, uh, this um, like special edition in the Los Angeles Times, like one of those inserts. And it talked about how they did some analysis on two different groups and they were spent many years, Google did, trying to figure out how they could determine why one person in one group in a individual scenario, one-on-one scenario, they were just as effective, just as great working with each other or by themselves, but then you put them in a group and they become less effective somehow. And why group A versus group B become different and why one's more effective than the other. I thought it was super interesting because, I mean, the question that you have and the result in in the end um, is very counterintuitive. And I thought it was very interesting and, and, and a bit illuminating into how management and how relationships are so incredibly important to the human interaction and the human um, life that we live, the relationships that we build. And so what the study ended up discovering with tons of psychologists that were reviewing how people interacted and watching meetings and trying to figure out what was going on, what they ended up finding is that you have group A having a person that was very commanding, very controlling, that sort of old style management of command and control. And you have group B that has more laissez-faire, not set uh, types of person that is leading the meeting, that is pushing the meeting from one step to another, but actually even started the meeting with just personal anecdotes, getting to know each other on a personal level. So the people actually had some camaraderie between each other. What they ended up finding is the, the group A tended to be a lot less creative. They tended to not work as well with each other because they didn't feel as comfortable when reaching out and having and putting themselves on the line to do that work or to have that relationship versus group B that spent the first 10 minutes or five minutes of the meeting talking about how their kid was doing and how they just got a new car or how their vacation was and getting to know each other on a personal level like we do with friends outside of work. We spend so many time, so many hours and hours and hours of people alongside our colleagues, alongside our clients, and we don't have that personal relationship with them. It's very transactional type of relationship. And that same thing that was happening in group A in this scenario versus group B. Group B had that human element and it allowed the, that team to be more effective. It allowed for that team to connect with each other. And you need to remember that your clients are people and you want to connect with them. You need to remember that we as just basic, basic at, at the basic level of just us as a species, we operate best as a tribe. And you need to become part of their tribe. You need to make them feel welcome in yours at your agency. You need to make sure that it's a free-flowing place where they feel comfortable coming to you, comfortable talking to you, comfortable engaging with you, to work with you every day, every week, every month, however that engagement is supposed to be in creating that ideal agency for you. But remembering and always thinking from a point that 
your client is a human being and that it's important to build a relationship. And you need to make them feel wanted, welcome, invited, excited to be around. There's so much about business management and working with clients and things that I explain and and go through with clients is that you're just lacking that human element. And even when it comes to whether it's an upset client, a happy client, or any type of client, the thing that's really important that people should be thinking about is that whenever someone leaves a meeting or situation, the person's not going to remember the transactional piece that happened in that email, in that phone call, in that meeting. What they're going to remember is how they felt. That they'll remember. Everything else about it, they're going to forget. Make sure that your client is leaving with a smile. Make sure that your client felt welcome. Make sure that they felt like you two connected and you will build that relationship that you're looking to build. You will become that partner. You will help grow your agency that way. Create a culture where your team is doing the same thing and you're going to have long-term partners in your clients. Key points and takeaways from this episode is stop billing by the hour, proactively reach out to your clients, Please put the human element back into your agency and ultimately connect with your clients on a personal and business level. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.